welcome to an all-new episode of GameWare Express, Baton Rouge's premier video game podcast. My name is Adam Arinder, and it is Tuesday, July 25th, 2023. You are listening to episode number 257. Stephen Martin is on assignment this week playing Pikmin 4, so he'll report back <laughs> next week. But we still have Renee Martin in studio today. Hi. Welcome, Renee. I left Stephen in his Pikmin bunker, so we'll see what comes <laughs> out in 48 hours. He is locked in and not allowed to leave until he beats that game. John Michael Carley, welcome back to the show. Hello. Thank you, Adam. I noticed that we are you know, on an all-new episode, you said. This is all new. All new. When are we going to have an all-old episode, you, you think? Know, ooh. Ooh. Okay, so if there's ever a week where, I don't know, we're all on like an African safari together. Sure. Oh. That We do have that plan. We do have that plan. Mm-hmm. I can take like words from the first 256 episodes mm, like and probably like stitch together... <laughs> Oh, like a GameWare <laughs> like Express <laughs> ransom letter. <laughs> and that that's going to be an all-old episode. I love it. I love it. GameWare Express. I can't wait. <laughs> so, yes, uh, Steven, unfortunately, is out this week. So you just have the three of us. But we still have some exciting news and video games to talk about. Absolutely. But we're going to start with our fun intro round. John Michael Hello. has it this week. What do you have Taking planned for us today? Again. So, you know, this week was an exciting week for the movie theater crowd. Yes. Right? Um, we had two big summer blockbusters come out. Oppenheimer and Barbie dropped. Uh, everyone's talking about the, the Oppenheimer Barbie shows barbenheimer uh, barbenheimer if you will of course so you know since we're a video game podcast let's relate it back to that so there have been plenty of video game based uh movies and movies based on video games <laughs> mm-hmm. now video games based on movies okay. what's your favorite one adam arinder my favorite video game that's based off of a movie? Yes. I think I really liked the Toy Story game on PlayStation 1. Wow. Back okay. when I was like seven or eight. Interesting decision there. It's the first thing that popped into my head, so I'm, it, it must mean it's my favorite, right? Like, that's how that to. logic works. That's true. I feel like that's definitely one I played a lot. There is a level where you're trying to sneak into Pizza Planet. That was very difficult. Yeah, at that age, most of that game is very <laughs> difficult. At it, any age, it really is. And then, like Toy Story three came out on PS three, and that was like almost almost one to one, where it mm-hmm. was like looked like the movie a little bit. At least back then, I haven't looked at that game in forever. Sure. Uh, so I'm gonna go with uh, Toy Story. Toy Story on the all, PlayStation one. All right, all right, Renee. What about you? A video, video game, game based, based off of a movie. movie. I think I have to give it to Jaws on the NES. Okay. Have y'all ever played Jaws on the NES? Of course, yeah. Okay. It's, it's yeah. an interesting <laughs> Most people don't game. like it, but in true nay fashion, I love it so of much. Of course you do, of course. <laughs> it's just weird. I don't know. It's very repetitive. You know, you like, you're the little swimmer guy, and I guess you shoot at little stingrays, but then sometimes, sometimes. from the deep, Jaws appears, oh, God. and it like, the music changes a little bit, and uh, it's just, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> It's uh, it's fun, yeah. It's I don't really, I never okay. won that game. I, yeah, well, um, it's an NES game. It's, it's a rarity in and of itself. So, okay. But, yeah, I used to play it on like an emulator. Uh, whenever my brother like gave us his old PC from the Air Force Academy. Sure. Um, 
which was our first family computer. He had like an NES emulator. Smart like, man. Yeah, downloaded yeah. on it. So that was one of my faves. I love that. I love mm-hmm. that. You know, what about I'm, you, John, uh, John Michael? Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm kind of privy to um, the two towers on PlayStation 2. That's I'm a good surprised. one. Yeah. No one went there with that because that game is fantastic. I honestly couldn't remember which one was the good one. I Return knew there of the was. King a... is also very good. Okay. They're both very yeah. good. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I rented that uh, long yeah, ago. I think Two Towers is probably the one I just rented it more times. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so EA that, Games joints. Right? Way yes. back in the day. So, again, there's a lot of games out there based on movies. So, we had so much fun playing a game last week. I thought I would bring us a new game this week. Okay. We're gamers. Yeah. So (laughs) what I've done here is I've found some other video games based on movies. Okay. That have come out over the many years that both video games and movies have existed. (laughs) Been a little bit of a crossover there. So I have, um, you know, we're going to go down this list of clues. All right. Okay. So what I'm going to give you first is a description of the game. Okay? Okay. This description will give you a year and kind of a brief summary of what this game slash movie is about. Okay? We'll see how fast you can get it. You're welcome to chime in at any point. Okay. Uh, But first, you'll get a description. After that, I'll tell you what systems this game has come out on. Okay? Okay. From Mm -hmm. there, I'll give you a synopsis of gameplay. Right? I'll tell you kind of how this game operates, what you're looking for in this game. All right? Then... If you still haven't gotten it, I'll let you know some of the actors in this movie. Wow, okay. Um, After that, you're on your own. Um, That's it. After that, I'll have to reveal the movie if you don't get it. Okay. um, Additionally, I have a little fun fact after each one. I love fun facts. Okay. So let's start with round one. Okay. Now, I'm not going to lie. Some of these might be challenging, but that's the fun of it, right? So here we go. Everyone can write in and be like, these idiots don't know shit. Well, they're welcome to do that, and they're welcome to submit their own video games based on movies for another round of this in the future. Uh, again, I feel Steven uh, would love this game. <laughs> He's very up Steven's alley, so Steven we'll definitely play this again with Steven. <laughs> so let's start with round one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Description first. A 2013 game based on the American post-apocalyptic science fiction supernatural action comedy horror film that came out in the same year. I'm going to give that one to you again. 2013 movie. A post-apocalyptic science fiction supernatural action comedy horror film. There's so much just in that genre description. Yeah. Okay. yeah, it's going. It's always it's going to start out <laughs> tough. Okay. Again, I don't think systems are going to help you. It's just knowing the year, but Xbox 360, PS3, and PC is what this game came out on. So it's a video game based off a movie that also came out in 2013. 2013. Yeah. What was I doing in 2013? Um, I don't know. I guess like forgetting this when movie did you graduate came out college? Is what you're... 2012. 2012. Okay. So it's like, Fresh in the career. Okay, well, I think we might need the next clip. Okay, okay. <laughs> let's talk about gameplay. Okay. Mm-hmm. It is a co-op third-person shooter that has players gunning down waves of monsters called Dedos. <laughs> Dedos. Dedos. Not Dedos. Not, not like a Pokemon shooter. Shoot those Pokeballs just right at those yep. Dedos. Can I, have a, can I look up a list of every game that came out in 2013? <laughs> it might take you a minute. 
know Stephen would have gotten this. He'd already know it. I know he know already know it. But yeah, a, a co-op third-person shooter has players gunning down waves of monsters. Again, it was only a horde mode that existed in this game. It was only a horde mode. You could only fight waves of dettos. Yeah, no. Um, I can't even think of a movie. Okay, that... well, here you go. Here's some actors that were in this movie. Okay. Jeff Bridges and Ryan Reynolds. God. Ryan Reynolds? <laughs> Jeff Bridges of and dettos. Ryan Reynolds. Was it the Marvel movie that he was in? Nope. Right? No. It is not a Marvel what movie. What was it? Okay, okay. Um, that no, yeah, that would have been Deadpool. Or X-Men Origins? Wolverine? X-Men but Origins. none of those are 2013. Or no. the D- the Green Lantern? No, there wasn't No, because that wouldn't be like a co-op action yeah, horror post-apocalyptic, whatever the hell he described <laughs> it as. Are you ready for the answer? I am ready for the yeah. answer because I don't know. Uh, the answer is... Ripped, R.I.P.D. The rest oh, in peace department. I do remember that <laughs> I now. That. I no. didn't know there was even a game. Uh, I know you didn't. That. That's why this game is fun. <laughs> okay. I thought that was a really good suggestion for people because people would always come in for co-op games. Sure, and yeah. like true. you can fight deados in this. Yeah, I mean, I sold. Yeah, so. that's it. Just the deados. Yeah. In just a horde wave mode over and over again. Um, Man, what a time when A, co-op shooters, and B, horde modes were like right? all the rage. Oh, yeah. like, no, clearly, they made a whole game just about that. I know. Based off of a, a movie. movie that I forgot existed exactly. and did not know you a game. sure did Great. forget that. Everyone <laughs> forgot that movie existed. Um, so, yeah, a, a fun fact about this game. Uh, it only has one cutscene that plays at the very beginning, <laughs> drops oh you God. into the game, and then that's it. Go play. Oh, no. <laughs> So you have to watch that over and over and over. Sure, and over yeah, again. every time, yeah, or just once if you only play. I it guess, once, yeah. And you're like, okay, yeah, well, actually, I'm done this with sucks. So. Bringing this back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that was round one. That was a tough one. So let's see how we do on round two. I'm yeah. sure even better. It might be more difficult than the last one. <laughs> I'm scared. All right, a 2002 tactical shooter based on the American spy thriller of the same year. Spy Hunter. Nope. Damn it. Um, Would you like to know what systems it came out on? 2002? Yeah, sure. I mean, I could probably guess, but go ahead. Well, it came out on Game Boy Advance, okay. GameCube, and PC. Whoa, only Nintendo and PC. That's weird. 2002. Okay. Can you repeat the first part again? Sure. A 2002 tactical shooter based on the American spy thriller that came out the same year. Hmm. Was it like Agent, no, Agent Under Fire? That wasn't a movie. That was just a game. When did, when did, oh wait, no, Everything or Nothing came out on PS2. I will tell you this. It is not a James Bond movie. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Get, off, get off that I'll give you that clue right now. All right, who's, who's in this movie? Okay, well, let me give you a gameplay synopsis. Can I have the country of origin? Okay. Using a simplified version of the Rainbow Six system, this okay. game has players control one of two teammates that must seek out and kill the conspirators behind a terrorist attack. Spy Kids. <laughs> yeah, I remember when they shot those terrorists and spy kids, basically using their Rainbow Six method. Two thousand two terrorists in a Rainbow Six style game on the GameCube and Game, and Boy, game Boy Advance, Advance and PC. PC. All right, I'm ready for the actors. I'm ready for the actors. All right, Ben Affleck and Morgan Freeman. The Hunt really? for Red October. You're very close, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. You're very close. Oh, that's... 
Did they make a movie oh. for like the Shawshank Redemption? I mean, a game for the Shawshank? No, I was like, nope. <laughs> Not one that Ben Affleck was in. <laughs> Daredevil. Still no. I You're... feel like I probably took this game in like for trade and like gave somebody 50 cents for it a bunch of times. You, you know? probably, again, didn't realize that this movie had a game made for it. <sighs> Are you ready for it? Yes. The sum of all fears. <laughs> Are you kidding me? What? Yes. yes. No, I know I did not take that in for trade. No. Like, the Sum of that's... All Fears what? came out in 2002, featured a Game Boy Advance in GameCube game. Oh my God. Um, I would like to bring up the fun fact. Adam, you focused that they were, came out on Nintendo and PC. Fun fact, there was a PS2 version that came out only in Europe. It never made it to America. That's very specific. Yes. Also, this is a Tom Clancy novel. Yes, so. that's why I said you were very <laughs> close when you said The Hunt for Red October, as well as the Rainbow Six system being a giveaway. So It is Tom Clancy-based, featuring uh, Jack Ryan is in this movie. That is... Uh, Oh, wow, that's who been out. Okay, I knew he was yeah, in some. This is a Jack Ryan movie. Interesting. This was uh, this was published by Ubisoft. Yeah, hmm. sure was. Okay, that's a game. Now round three. God, I feel like this one. I think I, I have faith. Okay. All right, I have faith. Think, These toys think, come to life, and then they move around. I think you guys will get it together. <laughs> okay. 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 All right, round three. Round three. A 1996 point-and-click adventure game based on the 1975 comedy movie of a similar name. Clue? Uh, it came out on just PC. It was not Clue. Uh, I don't think Clue was 75. Okay, so it's a point-and-click adventure game in 96 on PC, but it's based off a movie with a similar name in 75. Yes. Basically uh, the same game. Same name, but... Oh, I wasn't alive then. I, movies existed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Movies didn't start in 1989 with The Little Mermaid? No. 1975 movie. Point and click adventure game. Okay. Next clue. Okay. The majority of the game is a point and click interface where the player must also collect items and complete mini games in order to complete puzzles and complete the missing planks on the bridge of death. <laughs> what? Hook. No. <laughs> a movie from the 90s. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my god, I'm so stumped. That's okay. We'll get ready for some actors that will immediately, hopefully, oh god. probably give it away. <laughs> I hope so. Graham Chapman, John Cleese, Terry Gilliam, Eric Idle, and Terry Jones. Yeah, that didn't help. Monty Python. Yeah, is it a Monty yeah! Python? Yeah! Now what Now what? Monty Python? A uh, Holy Grail. Yes! Yes! Monty Python and the quest for the Holy Grail. Wow, okay. There so, was a Monty Python in the Holy Grail game? There was. That came out in 1996. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Okay. I kind of yes. want to play this. Yeah, it's like... a point-and-click game. It features a bunch of mini-games, like very Tetris-like or a whack-a-mole, different like things that you have to do to complete the Bridge of Death and Cross. So, uh, okay, that uh, makes sense. The game also contains a series of sketches and audio clips not present in the film. Uh, also including a few alternative scenes. Whoa. Yeah. Huh. So you can unlock a few fun things that you didn't see in the movie 
I uh, bet they were on the special edition DVD. They might have been. They probably were. They probably <laughs> that was were. the first DVD I bought. So. It was the same here, actually. <laughs> oh, really? Did you have yes. the one that had, like, the cover that, like, you know, the, I, I, don't I don't know what to call it. Lenticular, is it called? I don't know if I did. Oh, yeah. Mine was, like, lenticular, so, like, you could scratch it, and it would sound like a DJ, like. Oh, no. Yeah, I think mine know? just had a standard <laughs> Holy Grail picture uh, on it. But, yeah, that yeah, was the first DVD I bought edition. with the DVD player. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. We got wow. one. Got one. <laughs> got one. Go gameware team. <laughs> All right, we're back. Let's see if you can get this one. Okay. All right. This one is a 1992/1993 side scroller action game released in conjunction with the film series third installment. 92? 1992-93. So, third uh, there's a couple different versions of this game. Okay. Okay. Uh, now it's come out on the NES, the SNES, the Game Boy, the Atari ST, the Commodore 64, <laughs> the Amiga, the MS DOS, and it was an arcade game. Okay, that last one kind of threw off what I was thinking. You never know. Side scrolling. Aladdin. It is not Aladdin. I don't think Aladdin was 92. I think Aladdin was later. Um, now remember, this coincided with the film series third installment. Oh yeah, the third installment. Aladdin was the first one. So what? Yeah. Okay. Next clue. Okay, a side scroller in which the player chooses one of two partners from the film series and battles it out with criminals around the city. Battles are resolved via fist fights, guns, and grenades. Yakuza. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the third one. I don't know. Like, um, was there? Three RoboCop movies? There were, but it's not <laughs> that. Though you're sort of on the right path, I'd say. Oh. Okay. Hmm. I feel like if you, you know, chase that 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 vein, you'll 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 get something. Okay. Um Dead Air isn't good. No, but I think you're on your Maybe if we get whatever the next clue is it the actors? The actors are the next clue, and the actors will inform you as to what <laughs> okay, this okay. game is. Okay. So if you're ready for the actors. Yeah, because I don't have right. it off to the first few. Mel Gibson. Oh, Lethal Weapon. Danny Glover. Okay. Yes. I never would have gotten it. Yes. But yay. <laughs> Lethal Weapon. I was trying to think, like, what's already... It had to be an 80s series if it's on the third one by Correct. 92. Yes. Oh. So, yeah, you're pretty close with RoboCop there, mm-hmm. but not quite. So, fun fact, released on the NES and Game Boy, but also MS-DOS, Amiga, and Atari... A Master System version was in development, but for unknown reasons, it was unreleased to the public. No ROM or any evidence of the game is known to exist online, aside from the music. Wow. They just nuked it from existence? Yeah, it just disappeared. Okay. Interesting. All right. I got two more of these, but uh, let's just knock it down to one. I will let you choose. Oh God. <laughs> if you want to take on round five or six, let's bring it home. Let's do six. Yeah, let's do All six. Right. What's the finale? Let's do it. All right. A 1997 side scrolling beat up based on the 1996 movie of the same name. Oh, 1996. No, because that, hmm, that, the movie was 96. Power Rangers movie is 97. Not Power Rangers. Yeah. Mm. So it would have to be another, it's a side-scrolling beat-em-up? 
a side-scrolling beat-em-up. Now, wow. it came out on PlayStation, Sega Saturn, and PC. Street Fighter the movie. No. <laughs> That's a good guess, though. <laughs> it's a pretty good guess. Let me give you this uh, gameplay kind of idea here. Claiming to be 3D fighting with a vengeance, this six-directional beat-em-up has players fight their way through the dark streets of L.A. on their way to take vengeance on the city's drug king. <laughs> Escape from L.A. Nope. It's not that. Think darker. Darker? Yeah. Batman and Robin. No. <laughs> Let me not help you with the actors that are in this <laughs> movie, actually. Okay. Vincent Perez. Who? Mia Kirshner. Don't know. Huh? Iggy Pop. Amen. And Thomas Jane. Whoa. I know none of those names. Oh, oh. my God. Can <laughs> okay, we go to option five? Um, yeah, I don't know. What's... All right. Uh, so this is going to be uh, The Crow, City of Angels. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No. Stephen would have known. Stephen probably so would have mad. known that one. I'm so mad. Stephen would have known them all. <laughs> this game contains a tribute to Brandon Lee. If the player beats the game in under 50 minutes and presses the triangle button on the credit screen, God. a crow will fly towards the screen, then morph into a picture of Brandon Lee. <laughs> I need to watch a YouTube video. Yes. So I thought those were some. Fun games that uh, maybe you didn't know existed based on some, you know, <laughs> at least somewhat well-known movies. Yeah, no, I really like that. Sorry we were bad at your game. Yeah. That's okay. I think that was Very the cleverly well thought out and put together. <laughs> That's okay. So I think, you know, this is right for more. I would love to see... Uh... How Steven can compete yeah, in some yeah. of this or these arenas. He might just be like, I know it, and then just like leave Adam and I to fumble through it. <laughs> also fun. Let me can always do that. So. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. It reminds me of whenever I worked at Suncoast. Like whenever I first started working at Gameware, maybe um, like a year after that, I needed more hours. So I started working at Suncoast. As you do. And I know nothing about movies. Like <laughs> y'all have to understand, I know nothing about movies. But Suncoast like was the kind of place that you would go to to like to, find all of these, you yes. know, little niche movies. Suncoast was sort of the uh, gameware of movies yeah. in the world. Like it, it was very was. knowledgeable dudes in there always. Oh yeah, but me, like you know, <laughs> standing, standing behind the computer, someone come up and be like, "What's that one movie with that one actor?" I'm like, I have no clue. It's the Crow, City of Angels. <laughs> There's the action adventure section right there. I made sure it's organized for you. <laughs> Alphabetically, so check go for it, buddy. Muppet Treasure Island. Why don't you check out? <laughs> <laughs> oh yep. man, um, John Michael, how is your Octopath Traveler Two adventure going? I know last week you kind of started it based yeah. off of uh, Renee and I's talking about it two weeks yeah. ago. So knowing you, you're probably already passed up where I am. Uh, maybe, <laughs> but you know, I'm in a still enjoying this game. Mm -hmm. B, I'm also just enjoying running around and like, I know I'm not, I don't need to grind in this game, but I also just do like, mm -hmm. yeah. I also just like to explore. Like, well, I haven't been to this area yet. Let me see if I can go to this town so far. Cause like, I kind of want to do like, I've done like more of the stories and I'm enjoying the stories more. Um, but I also enjoy just like hunting down jobs and stuff like mm -hmm. uh, trying to just build my characters up. So that's kind of more of what I've been focusing on 
and um, it's still a very fun game that I've just, I don't know, if I just have some downtime, I'll just pick it up and see where I can get to next. What levels range are you in with I don't your think characters? I'm quite where you are. I think you had mentioned that you have... Um, like high um, 20s, low 30s. Yeah, I think my Hikari is uh, maybe just hit about 29. Okay, so, so you're not far behind yeah, me. I'm, I'm yeah, in the middle of some yeah, chapter 2s, yeah, yeah. starting some chapter 3s, I think. Yeah, I think you've probably played more of the story sure. beats than I have. Mm-hmm. So I'll have to go back and wrap some of that up. Just like level-wise, I yeah. think I've you know, done a lot of adventuring and probably been to places I don't need to be at yet. But again, it's that's, fun to go just yeah, that's <laughs> see what's the there. Fun of it. I agree, yes. Yeah. Now, something I haven't really done, I guess... I'm going to be honest, I don't remember a lot of the details when I got my first one, but you said you've been job hunting. Um, I know you kind of get the first one. I kind of stumbled upon it, I guess, and I thought mm-hmm. maybe they were all story-related, but I haven't really found any more. So where are you looking for these jobs, and where are they hiding? You know, um, I found a few just in various towns. Like, mm-hmm. there, there is an icon on your map. It's like a little, like, heraldic shield, if you will. Okay. A little plaid shield. Mm -hmm. Um, that indicates there's like a little job area. Uh, You can, you know, there are some on the overworld map. Uh, So I just need to pay more attention. They're scattered throughout. And you'll need to go in there and you'll need to talk to the guild master or whatever. Okay. Within the guilds that give you these new classes, you can unlock additional slots for more people to take on these classes as well with various like sub quests, if you will. Some require like you to go do a certain thing or provide a certain item, things like that. Okay, I do remember that part because I think only three people can be a warrior for me right now. Only well, typically. Well, it's, when oh, you it's start. one. Oh, it's one, and I can go up to three. Correct. Yes. Okay, that's yes. what I'm thinking of. Okay. Yes. Um. Yeah, that's something I do more of because I realized recently. I'm like, wait a second. I'm still only have the one guy with the dual spec. Yeah, and I feel yeah, like this yeah, is, yeah. we're getting to the point now where having more of that option would be good because I finally hit my first wall okay. where I tried fighting a boss like four or five times and just could not do it Whoa. to the part where I just left. Now I'm going to go do another chapter or story and try to get higher level. Yeah. Even though like most of my dudes and dudettes are, like I said, I think my Oswald's like 31. The rest are like 27, 28. Mm-hmm. This chapter only had a recommended level of 24 but we'll say this what i've noticed about the game i thoroughly enjoy this game i do think that they make overworld trash enemy grinding fairly simplistic Mm -hmm. and that i can just attack them with sword and you know knock them out pretty quick i don't really have to i can you know maybe speed things up with like a oswald spell or something Mm -hmm. um but when it comes to bosses that's when like it actually like turns up the strategy level yes and it's something that i like i didn't realize until i started playing more chapters and i was like okay i like this but Battles are getting stale in the overworld. Like, I don't mm-hmm. feel like I'm utilizing any skills. Like, I have, like, so many things I can do in battle, but I end up just hitting them with sword or spear or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I start finding myself in these boss battles where it's like, uh, okay, I see what's happening here. I mm-hmm. need to start utilizing all the tools in my kit to fight this guy. Yeah, and even on the overworld, like, you can even simplify it even more. Like, as as you get further on, like, it will get a bit more complicated, but you'll find that specifically equipping, like, certain skills Mm -hmm. are going to help you expedite it to where they're done in the first turn. Sure. Mm -hmm. So, like, uh, specifically my my strat was always to have one character with 
um, like the merchantability. Uh, I think it's like you start with one BP and mm-hmm. yes. You so can. Um, you can like also, I think that it's uh, the inventor that the gives inventor. you a step ahead, which mm. is like, it lets you start before any, anyone else starts. Very cool. So you that basically equip both those things and you have it on a merchant who donates the BP to, to your DPS. Mm-hmm. So Oswald, Hikari, whoever you have that sure. does all the damage and then mm-hmm. they just wreck. Wreck. After being buffed, so sure. with the BP, that is yeah. a good strategy because I do find myself with Particio passing that more than him using it. But mm-hmm. it may I didn't know about the ability to like basically get priority. Yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. Particio for me is definitely a sub DPS support character type mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's much better off helping others than trying to do anything himself. I think the main part I'm struggling with this current boss is it's one of those where the main boss has two lackeys. And when the lackey has shield, mm-hmm. the boss's weaknesses are covered. I am. Yeah. I currently just fought a similar. Is it Casty's story? Uh, that's the one I'm stuck no, on. No. Okay. I think this one. It may have been Oswald. Okay. So like. I can't remember. But. I can never get them down. And then because I'm usually using all of my resources to get them down. And then by the time I can get to the boss, I'm like run out of steam. And then they just mm-hmm. fucking swipe and half my health is always gone across the board and it's like okay the the just the amount of of power creep that seemed to hit with this boss compared to literally everything else i was doing leading up to it mm-hmm. was a bit extreme sure um uh, that's, again that's sort of how i've been feeling with like i'll like crush through the dungeon like, yeah nothing touched me and then i'll get to the boss and i'm like well okay i gotta like do some work here because at first i was trying to bring in like underdeveloped characters so i could like do their yeah, chapter next and then i was like oh this isn't happening so then i had like my A team in there and they couldn't even sure. handle it either. So I was like, Oh God, what has happened? <laughs> because yeah, Oswald's my heavy hitter, but the problem is they all have different weaknesses. So I can't like stack and then like just fuck them up mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. when they aren't their their shields aren't broken, it does like no damage. Right. So I'm just, yeah. it's, I feel really under leveled, but like it, according to the thing, I'm not very, so I just, maybe I've been, like, traversing less because I've been bouncing around a lot more, being able to fast travel since a lot of, like, the chapter twos and chapter threes are reversed. So it might just be, previously I talked about how I found in my just trek from A to B, I got enough battles to not have to, like, sit there and grind. Like, I'm playing Pokemon Red on my Game Boy, right? But since now I'm maybe bouncing around too much where I maybe need to go back to that grind a little bit, bit which is what turned me off from the first game because it was just a lot of that. But it hasn't happened here. I've gone off and done a couple other chapters now and got some people leveled up so I can eventually try to go back up there, which I do like about this one where Mm -hmm. you do have some options on where to go to on... um you know, some of their adventures. Plus I'm going back and doing a lot of the, uh, I always forget what it's called. The dual destinies one. Oh, cross paths. Cross paths. Cross that's paths. it. Did you do like the, um, scent of commerce as well? I try to get those when they pop up, but I never mm. really know what, like I just go somewhere and talk to someone and then they're like, all right, bye. There's one where you have to like give someone a lot of money. Have you unlocked that one yet? Or have you seen that one? I've only done two or three and I'm going to be hundred percent mm. honest. I, don't really you remember what I'm supposed like, to do. Eh. Like yeah, I did them because they were there. Kind of uninteresting, and yeah. one of them is incredibly important. God, <laughs> is it great? <laughs> I found one where I have to buy a ship. Is that the one? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. I don't Very think I've gotten important. to that one yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think okay. I almost have enough money for it. So. 
Hmm. It also helps if you have Partitio like um, recruit someone that like helps you Lower, get a discount. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can also like save scum. Like if you have someone that gives you like a 5% discount, <laughs> but it's only like a certain percent of the time. Right. And you can just kind of like, if you don't want to lose all those it. leaves. Oh, so it's a fresh yeah. roll every time. It's not like mm-hmm. predetermined. Oh, yep. okay. 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 Yeah. Yep. 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 Um, yeah. So I'm still been enjoying it. So that's good. I mean, more tonight. I'm sure it's great. Because you're playing it on Steam Deck and being able to just like... I mean, I'm playing on Switch. It's basically the same thing. But I usually play it docked because it looks so good on the TV. Like It looks so The effects in this one are leagues better than the first one. Mm -hmm. When Casty does her like poison-like spray with the (laughs) axe, it just looks so cool. Like the spray effect on the Mm -hmm. enemies is... Yeah. so satisfying i just found out i can uh put it at 60 fps so i did that and it's running <laughs> gorgeous nice man all those frames when you do a max level of spell and I know, it looks, yeah. around <laughs> great. <you>. looks great <laughs> what about you adam what you've been playing um not much new for me this week to be honest um still trying to get my second Diablo character to 50. Sure. Mm-hmm. Ever since that patch came out, they weren't got, joking. Got like, tough, huh? <laughs> the grind or the level progression really did slow down. And I'm <laughs> like at 48. So Ooh. I'm almost there. So I haven't even touched the new season content Same. yet because I want to at least get my better character to 50 and at least unlock World Tier 3 because I still haven't gotten to yeah. World Tier 4. And you have to create a new character. Mm-hmm to play the new seasonal content. Yeah. And now it tells you when I go to like pick my original character, a warning thing comes up. And it's like, hello, if you want to play the seasonal content, you have to make a new character. Otherwise you're going into the eternal realm. Are you sure? Yes. Yeah. The, the internet's not happy about this new season. Yeah, there was, um, I didn't put this down in news. I don't remember when it was last week or the week before, but they did release a new patch, which the community has been just, you know, lambasting easy. because yeah. it nerfs a lot of, um, character classes and builds it makes the grind a lot harder Ooh, to level up harder. it Ugh. sounds like a lot of higher level stuff you get less uh, rewards or yes. resources for doing certain Hell events tides, drops are just no longer even there basically yeah oh the developers had a fireside chat recently and they were like we hear you we're gonna fix some of it but it's gonna take a little bit so it's it's surprising how much momentum and casual fans I'd say like came to this game Mm -hmm. and for them to just like slap them all in the face. I'm surprised. I'm surprised. They seem surprised by this reaction. Like obviously they want to do it because I'm sure they have the data showing like people are progressing too quickly or getting too many resources in the end game. If they want people to keep playing the season stuff, they need to slow that down. But it's like, whoa, this is a little much. That's that's a little Mm -hmm. on you. Like I feel Mm -hmm. like you'd have less like backlash if people were like, well, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. But it had a good time. Right. Mm -hmm. So it was a little short. There wasn't enough content, but it was good content versus like it was bad content and I didn't do it. I just feel like maybe it's my cynicism coming through and maybe I'm way off base, but I just feel like that's a reason you see a patch like that. Yeah. And like you said, it takes the fun away from the game. And at this point, I feel like the, at least the community, people who are really into it, who the people like you're most likely affecting mm-hmm. can see through that bullshit. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's obvious what you're doing. 
right before new season content with a paid battle pass correct that you want to make sure people can continue playing for the three months i mean so they probably only have one month of data and they see how far people have gotten like whoa when you slow this down on that note about the battle pass and the content therein so you you know similar to like most battle passes you earn the you know separate in-game currency mm-hmm. as you progress through it for the season one battle pass you can earn an adorable 666 platinum <laughs> a very cute number we get it the devil number um, however, like the cheapest thing in the, uh, store is 800 platinum. Yeah. So you don't even get enough platinum to buy the cheapest thing in and that's, their store. So. And, that, and it's oh also God. not enough to buy the next season's battle Correct. pass, which something like I've always commended like Epic with Fortnite. A lot of those battle passes that came out shortly after that was there was always enough in-game currency to buy the next one. Yeah. Like you could either grind and buy that first one with the in-game currency and never pay money again, or you pay by the first season pass or battle pass right and then you just keep buying them because you play it like you should be able mm-hmm. to play it enough to earn it and yes that's also kind of disappointing so it seems like diablo 3 terrible start picked it up by the yep. end of the game great game here it seems like a really great start and then they just like you know hit hit you with a two Pulled by four rug out right to, from to slow you down um so yeah I've, I've been a little discouraged after that is at first i was like oh well these are these high-level nerds like complaining yeah. about whatever. I'm not going to experience <laughs> this. But I mean, it might just be anecdotal in my head, but I feel like I'm having to just play a lot more to get these last couple levels. Yeah. I did not with my Barbarian a week and a half ago before this patch. Correct, yeah. No, it's, it's rough. It's, it's rough out there. So, yeah, once I get this to 50, I want to keep going. But it's like, okay, if this is going to slow down. I have other things to play. Of course. And other things to talk about. You sure. know, and I can't just like live in Diablo, which is a little disappointing. But... um it's still fun if sure, you yeah. don't try to meta game or min max it or uh, yeah. or whatever. But that's half the fun of a game <laughs> like Diablo or the Blue game is like is... make this optimized build and yeah. watch the numbers go up and get this really cool shit. Yeah, that's what keeps you going back and playing exactly. More and more and more. Numbers yeah. go big. That's what I want in a yeah. Diablo. And it's another one of those things where if the like the drop rates or like the ex- like the experience yeah. time or whatever, if it would have started where they put it. You know, mm-hmm. people probably it wouldn't have been a thing. I wouldn't have noticed. Right, yeah, but like, exactly. It, it wasn't a gradual decrease. No. Like as we know from our jobs, you can make a change, yeah. do a small change. Because if you do it too hard, yes. you might break something. And they yeah, fucking broke something. Broke something. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, just mostly Diablo four for me, and in a few chapters of of Octopath. Octopath. I didn't even touch Final Fantasy. Yeah. This you week. know. You know. So. <clears throat> I watched uh, a friend of mine play a lot of Final Fantasy while I was at their house. Oh, yeah? Were, yeah. were John Michael's like words just echoing in your head? Like, <laughs> oh, man, there's that shitty thing he said on the show yeah, last week. <laughs> definitely ruined that for people. I'm yeah, so sorry. She, I don't want to ruin games for people. <laughs> she was on a ship fighting, um, I guess, like creatures or whatever, and like using so many different elements. And I was like... I mentioned I was like, man, wouldn't it be cool if like if <laughs> fire you're fighting did a fire thing? Yeah, or? exactly. Or I was like, oh, wouldn't it be neat if like this enemy that you're like you've taken it takes like ten minutes to get through just this one enemy it's that's just forever. an HP sponge? Yes. Like, wouldn't it be cool if like their eyes lit up red so you knew, oh wait, they're they're weak to fire, so I need mm-hmm. to equip a fire ability. That would be so cool, you know? and good, and interesting. And it, would, it would help you like swap abilities like on the fly because i know you can only have so many equipped it seems three sets yeah i mean it looked cool like the game mm-hmm. was yeah, gorgeous you know, i loved good. watching it and then i saw this like incredible cutscene. it's yeah. like yeah. obviously like she's like 40 hours into the game so like pretty far in mm-hmm. um 
and God, it looks so good. Like and said, the story looks interesting, but I was like, damn, I have no interest in this <laughs> gameplay. Yeah, the the icon battles are very cool. If right. you happen to yeah. get into one of those. But yeah, it's just, you know, for all the goodness that's there, it's just uh, it didn't it didn't scratch any itches that I wanted it to. So Yeah. I just wish it didn't come out <laughs> right when, you know. The game is just yeah. it, it's perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But there's yeah. a lot of good games out there right now that deserve a little bit more praise than this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm coming at it from. Uh, Renee, how's your Grim Grimoire experience going? <laughs> I actually beat it like right whenever I got home from Dallas. So oh, nice. Yeah, I like, completely finished the game. I forgot how like cool the end was so like i don't think y'all are gonna play this game probably i might but i don't care if you spoil the ending (laughs) yeah yeah and i won't like spoil the ending ending but like the last fight is like um much more narrow and like long if that makes sense it's kind of how i like a tall cake right it's almost like a layered cake um and uh only some units like can like go through the floors like completely like ghosts can like kind of like float like up and down the floors like you know, freely, but um, a lot of the little characters can only go downstairs, but then sometimes stairs will be blocked, so you'll have to find a new way to go down. Mm. But uh, the end was really cool because in that whole fight, it was like um, there would be like two opposing like runes um, that would kind of be like ganged up together. So you would have to like think on the fly, like, okay, well, I need to, you know, create different characters to like just attack this like one section, and then you'd have to pivot for the next. In, in just this one fight. It took me an hour. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you have to like think of so many different strategies, but it was just really cool. Um, I've completely forgotten about that. Um, I really, so they added a skill tree in this game, hmm. which is cool because it like makes your unit stronger in certain oh, like skill ways. Tree. And, yeah. Right. It, it was cool. And like you earn coins for each of the story battles that you fight, but within the story battle, there's like an extra little bonus thing. Like, Hey, if you do this, you get two extra coins to use on your uh-huh. skill tree. And it's kind of ne- neat because you can like reassign your coins that are in your skill tree to other things. So like, Oh, I need to be using necromancy in this one. So I need to take all my coins from all the other like things. And oh, throw so it all not into like necromancy. permanently like locked into what yeah, you choose. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's pretty nice. Um, but I don't think it's like tempting enough for me to like go through and like fight all of the trial stages mm, and yeah, do no. all of the bonus like things that I had to do on some of the story missions that I missed just to complete the skill tree. So how many uh, how many hours did this playthrough take you? Fifteen hours. It's very okay. short. All right. Yeah. It's fairly short. It's very quick. Okay. And like I listened to all the dialogue, all the voice acting. The English voice acting is actually really good. I played it in English and in Japanese, like fully completely. I mean, doesn't so, Vanillaware typically have fairly oh, good yeah. English voice acting? Yeah, yeah. Like, they always do a good job. Or so. Dragon's Crown had excellent voice acting in it. Yeah, you know, actually, I need to play Dragon's Crown. You know, I've never played it. Really? It's a yeah. very silly game, but it's it's <laughs> it's very. It definitely captures like the idea of like. Dungeons, it, it plays exactly like the old like side-scrolling Dungeons and Dragons games, mm. and it definitely like you know does it pretty well. Again, it's very silly. And... Yeah, I think the reason I never like really got into that game is because there's no like ending really. Yeah, exactly. So it's... I was like, well, I play Vanillaware games for story. This was me, you know, whenever it came out, yeah. whatever, <laughs> however many years ago. But I really need to go back and play it because it's a beautiful game and yeah. it looks like fun we should so. all play it together oh that'd be so much fun yeah, yeah oh it's a multiplayer game it. oh yeah absolutely oh yeah okay yeah you can play up to four players on it i think i had that on vita and i never played it yeah whoa well, vita means life yeah it do it do it do 
Uh, Renee, I don't know what this other thing you put on uh, your list today. <laughs> I'm assuming it's an Otome game. It is. Well, oh, actually, kind of. What is, what is it called? Um, it's called Jack Jean. Jack Jean. Jack Jean. So this is an interesting Otome game because like um, visual novels... And like Otome games are like kind of different. Like an Otome game can be a visual novel, but a visual novel can't really be an Otome game. Like squares and rectangles. Yeah. But this this is a visual novel that is also kind of an Otome, but like romance is not really super important in this one. So mm. it's it's interesting. But is, it's is, also like it's a school sim okay. meets visual novel meets rhythm game. Oh. Okay, I'm back on board. That's a lot of things. Well, let's, if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I always say the words Otome game, mm-hmm. but I guess I don't really know exactly what that means. I mean, I know it's typically, okay, I, I typically associate it with a visual novel style game, but mm-hmm. now that I know that, you know. They're separate life forces. Yeah, they're technically, kinda. you know, all squares are, rect- whatever. Um, yeah, yeah, it's kind of like <laughs> what that. Then what, what exactly is Otome? Is it strictly like more of like a love story or? Yeah, okay. yeah. Otome games like definitely focus heavily into like a romance aspect. Gotcha. Or like romancing like different characters. Okay. Whereas the visual novels just like, here's a story and there are different routes that you can go down. Um, this one definitely seems like there's, it's not very heavy on the romance. It's mostly mm-hmm. about like picking your you know, your little main character goes to this school. It's an all-boys academy. She's a girl. But it's for um, drama. It's for acting and singing and um, dancing. Um, but she dresses up like a boy to, like, go to this academy because that's where her big brother went, and she wants to be like her big brother. Classic. Um, so, yeah, it's really cute. It's interesting because I guess they take, like, the theme or, like, the idea of, like, you know, this performance and, like, stage acting. That was really kind of like a guy's game, like, back mm, in the day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But they're just kind of putting it into more of, like, a, you know modern day situation so yeah it's really cute so far i like the fact so it is a visual novel so you're like reading you know a lot of the script and it's also completely voice act well i'd say like 90 percent voice acted Mm -hmm. um not in english only in japanese Mm. um but in between like the little stories that are happening you have like school life like things so it has like a ui that's like hey do you want to up your like agility for like better dancing or do you want to uh. up your like stamina for better singing um uh, okay. so it's really cute so you can kind of pick like what character's route you're going down based mm-hmm. on like what your focus is okay and it breaks up the monotony of just good. reading can, yeah yeah of course. i love it that no, sounds a lot better what are you what do you what do you play this or most of these all on like playstation are you playing them on pc or do you have like your Vita still hooked up playing your PSP. <laughs> like, what do you play a lot of these on? It seems like whenever uh, I feel like uh, Otome game like developers usually pick a system for a generation. Mm. They're like, that's what it that's seems the like. One. Yes. That's the one we're gonna put our games on. Is it so, Switch this generation? Yes, it is. Okay. It's the, okay. the Nintendo Switch. So the, the, we went those from Sony to Nintendo. Well, it makes sense because I felt like a lot of those used to be on Vita. Yeah, they and did. PSP before and that. PSP. Yep, and and I was, PSP. Because it was, you know, obviously a Japanese system and a lot of these are Japanese games. Mm-hmm. But the Switch makes sense because I feel like that level of portability is needed in those type of games. So I don't really play a lot of like visual novels, but like I, I guess Danganronpa would be one of those. Yeah. And that was much easier when i was playing on my vita whereas now we're playing yeah. it together on the tv on my playstation which is like cool but i'm like no, it seems I like it fits that. on the small screen a it fits on the small screen better or it looks better and b being able to like 
like an action, easily take it whatever like a book you know action kindles yeah, yeah, and i think it's like they specifically pick more like mobile systems so that you can like plug your headphones in and you can listen with um, your headphones makes mm-hmm. sense. um there are some otome games or there's one in particular that really popularized this uh thing called a dummy head mic and it's literally it's when <laughs> <laughs> this dummy head dummy mic head is me mic. <laughs> but it's literally it's like picture i don't know like one of those like crash test dummies it's like a head (laughs) and like in the ears are two like super intense microphones okay and the seiyuu like goes from side to side of the microphone and it's like they can get in really close and like you can hear like really intensely on the microphone so it's like really you know it's just like so it's just super intense it's it's titillating. Like optimized for audio. Yes, like, exactly. Okay. So I think that's why they pick portable I mean, it's systems. almost, you know, it's like a different component of the game, right? If you can play with the audio, yeah, it's just yeah. another sense yeah. you can mm-hmm. interact with the player with. I ASMR mean, cool. the game. Absolutely. Yeah, right? <laughs> so yeah, that's what I'm playing. I read that this game, if you complete all of the routes, is like 120 hours. Ooh. <laughs> so, Ooh. It's like a JRPG. Yeah, like it's massive. And once I finished Grim Grimoire, I was like, Wait, I didn't plan my next step of yep. like my next game what to play. Do I do? Like, what do I do? Oh no! So yeah, I kind of picked this. It's and, usually a trap uh, I fall into. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, well, you just lock Steven in the room, make him play Pikmin. Yeah. Can't come mm-hmm. out until he finishes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got to talk Pikmin next week. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. he's gonna be so ready to talk about it. He's been playing it so much. Actually, when he first picked it up, he fell asleep. <laughs> he was, like the first thirty minutes. I was like, Riveting wait, what stuff. is he doing over there? It's to be fair, crazy. to be fair, in our chat, Stephen was singing high praises of Pikmin so far, which I was surprised because A, it's Pikmin, and B, it's Stephen, and that's yeah. those two things do not seem like they would go together. But agreed, well, we'll hey, get his look. full take uh, next week. Yeah, so um, I've also been playing this past weekend. Uh, we talked about games. We you know we don't plan our next games, but uh, you know I was doing a similar thing. I was looking like, what can I play this right. weekend? Um, have some downtime. So on the free games that I pay for on PlayStation, uh, there's a game called Dismantle on there right now. Um, so Dismantle is like a little indie game. I think you can buy it on other platforms for like 20 bucks. But this game is like, it is like Minecraft plus like Diablo kind of. Okay. Um, maybe a little bit of Animal Crossing. Not really Animal Crossing. It's not really. You don't really interact with like other villagers or anything. It's it's. I don't know. It meets like I don't know. Uh, action adventure game. Mm-hmm. It post apocalyptic as all great games are. <laughs> um, you come out of this shelter. You are on an island. You. It is top down isometric. Um, okay, you okay. S- start with a crowbar, and you start busting shit up. So start hitting stuff. It you destroy a little. Would you, you say know, you dismantle? I would absolutely <laughs> say that. Uh, in fact, I will. You start dismantling things, um, like uh, I don't know, like an old barbecue pit. You hit it and it turns into scrap metal. Right? There's a little chair mm-hmm. busted up, turns into scrap wood. So you're you're getting these resources um, and collecting a ton of resources. Um, I don't know. And then, you know, you've got like a little skill tree that you get as you level up and you build more things and you're all just trying, you're just building and collecting things, trying to get off this island. Um, the gameplay loop is incredibly satisfying. 
Uh, a lot of like you know annoying things that you would f- usually find in a game like this don't exist. Um, you know, you upgrade your backpack to carry more, but you can always just go to like a little box that has basically unlimited inventory. Drop everything off in there, and uh, you don't have to like keep going back. Like if you need to build something, it's like yeah, I know it's in your box. You can just mm-hmm. build it. Like you don't have oh, to like, I love pull that. it out. Yeah, so it's things like that that make it a lot more convenient. Um, you know, there's always to, that balance of like realism or like being realistic and fun. Yeah, and it seems this, like this one's leaning hard game, to fun. Th- this game is just it focuses on fun. This mm-hmm. is a fun game. Like and we I, know this is a game. Like who cares? Super recommend it. Yeah, you, there's like little zombie man all over and like. I was gonna ask what is what is and, what is the apocalypse in this one? Is it zombies or like what? Yeah, you know they're like they're like uh, more like infected clickers. If you okay. know. Yeah, they're deados. <laughs> <laughs> Waves of deados. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> the voice of Dedos that you have to take on uh, with your buddy Jeff Bridges, <laughs> and <laughs> uh, I don't know. I recommend it if you got you know if you have uh, free games that you pay for on PlayStation, or you have twenty bucks burning a hole in your pocket that you want to play a fun little game. I mean, uh, look, I have just sat there for. I got home last night, and I just sat for several hours. Uh, I didn't like their quests like different things and stuff like that but i was like i don't know i'm exploring this enormous map uh <laughs> i love games like that like it, resource mm-hmm. management like sim yeah, sort of like, exactly yeah. like and there's like it's areas fun. where you can like go build yourself a little base like oh, i love it yeah you can build your own <laughs> little like encampment area a little house there's like you know some sims elements to it mm-hmm. like like oh. don't starve in a way yeah very much so oh, not as difficult as like there's there, it's less survival mechanics mm-hmm. so like you don't get hungry or tired over time nice. um, but you know you can always go rest at a campfire to heal your hp and you know restore some of your resources things like that mm-hmm. so it's a fun game and i highly recommend it yeah, so I wanna play that. if you just want to play a super <laughs> chill game um you can throw a little fun soundtrack on yeah and vibe with it you know that's Throw on your playing. favorite podcast. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just listen to all 256 previous episodes of this <laughs> while you play. Um, speaking of good soundtrack, uh, we finished up playing through the campaign again for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. That, that took you nice. about like 120 hours. Yeah, 120 yeah. hours. Finally <laughs> yeah. made it through all of that. <laughs> no, it's like two hours, three hours maybe. Um I talked about it last week. So we finally opened it up, and you have to play through the campaign once to unlock Casey Jones. Correct. Did that, and then now it's like, oh man, now I have to get all my turtles to level ten. Yeah. And then I have to get whatever other characters are coming out. So I played through it originally when it dropped on PlayStation, like once, waiting for this sure. physical copy to come in. So yeah, that game's still great. Don't need to talk about how great. And uh, fun, fun, fun. Yeah, but it does have amazing music. It does have amazing music, so you can check that out. Um, also. You can play this game on Xbox with the controller that smells like pizza. I'm in. Wait, what? <laughs> Moving into news. Uh, yes, they. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is it like scratch it... and sniff? Like, what is this? It's a promotional item for the new Ninja Turtles movie coming out next week, uh, Mutant Mayhem. But <laughs> yes, it's Microsoft's new pizza scented Xbox controller. 
you know that you can uh enter in a contest to win that's fun and good but i feel like i've already done like i think we've all done this we've all been to chuck e cheese before and that arcade <laughs> machine smelled like pizza too so uh it's not that novel of an idea but the controller looks you know it's it's green with some ooze on it and has each turtle has their own controller with like their so little there's four and... different versions yeah. of this we can get each mm-hmm. featuring a different turtle well you can't get it but you can enter a sweepstakes and possibly win one Win one of the Aww. four. It says win one, so so I don't know like uh, which turtle I'm. It's getting. like it's like a gotcha, uh, like a man. I could oh. get a Michelangelo and I wanted the raft. <laughs> now let me ask you this, and you know I'm sure the article goes into it in depth. What what pizza flavor does it smell like? <laughs> and does each controller have a different pizza topping that you could scratch and sniff it to? <gasps> I just funny. assume it was scratch and sniff, but it's I guess funny it's more that like you say that because collabing with the new Ninja Turtles uh, movie, there are like actual pizzas and there's one for each turtle. See? Like you can find them at Walmart or Target or whatever. Okay. So guess guess what the toppings are for the different turtles. Uh, pepperoni. What for? Raphael. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, oh, wait. It, yes, I think that's correct. Uh, maybe just like a meat lover's. Is that is that an option? It might have been a meat lover's. I think Raph would be a meat lover's pizza. Maybe maybe just Donatello would be just pepperoni or Mm-mm. just cheese. No, I feel like Mikey's no. just cheese. Mm-mm. No, he's a supreme. Is that an option? Donatello? Supreme? Supreme. Yes. Uh, oh, wait, Who's wait, just cheese? Mikey? Yeah. Mikey's just cheese. Mm-mm. Donatello's just, I mean, uh, I mean, uh, uh, Leonardo. Leonardo's I'm sorry. Oh, okay, sorry. That, I that Leonardo's who I meant Basic was just cheese. And then I think yes. Michelangelo was pepperoni. I think that's that, right. I mean, that, hey, look, that all tracks for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If Raph is a meat lover. Yeah, I then, think he's meat that, lover. That seems, that seems good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like those decisions. Mm-hmm. Unlike the voice acting, where they should have switched Donnie and Mike in this upcoming movie. But that's I agree. Donnie's high-pitched voice is really unsettling every time I see this trailer. It's like every time I hear him talk, I think it should be Mikey. And Mikey talks, I'm like, wait a second. Yeah, because Mikey's supposed to be like the younger one, right? Oh, Mm -hmm. I see. He's like the little party little brother type. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. that's why, to me, Donnie, I, I mean, yeah, should have, I don't know, not that high... Yeah, childlike have, voice, like, like Rugrats Chucky voice. Yeah, something. kind of something like that. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly, mm-hmm, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, we can smell the turtles <laughs> at our house if we win. Yeah, there's a. You can go on to uh, Xbox.com. <laughs> I feel like it's my duty. Turtle smells. To try to win that controller for Steven. Yeah. You should try. You have yeah. fans can enter to win the wireless controllers by following Xbox Game Pass on Twitter and retweeting the official Xbox Game Pass sweepstakes tweet. The giveaway will run from July 24th, which is uh, yesterday, through August 13th. Um, for official rules, you can click on this button. Nice. All right. So, so there you go. Retweeting. Uh, let's see. We got a trailer for the first combat pack for Mortal Kombat 1 and yeah. details officially Official. of all of the uh, fighters that will be making an appearance uh, in this combat pack 1 for the... Um, Which is sort of funny because I don't think we officially have every single like roster character announced yet. No, I don't think so either, especially a lot of the cameo fighters, which is the yeah. kind of new uh, gameplay mechanic in Mortal Kombat 1. Right, but we've, we've got this fighter pack 1 locked down. Yes, so the 
probably so we have three characters who are guest characters and then three characters who are quote mortal combat yes, characters so characters. your mortal combat characters will be quan chi cool ermac cool and takeda very cool but it seems like this is a different takeda than that was in mortal combat x because it's an old person yeah if you look at like the kind of lineup he looks like he's wearing like the Call of Duty ghost masks. Uh, <laughs> he, looked, he looks very strange. Um, but Takeda was a cool character with a cool move set, so I'm interested to see what they do there. But who, and then, are, we, who are we getting from? I think I'm pretty sure most people already know. I'd say if you've been following the news and the leaks, all those leaks were 100% accurate because for the guest characters, we have uh, Homelander. Yes. From the boys, mm-hmm. just made an appearance in Call of Duty. Yep, Anthony Starr, I believe, will be doing the yeah. It looks face just like him. him. Um, let's see. We also have Peacemaker, Peacemaker from DC, and it looks like John Cena in that iteration of Peacemaker. D- does he have a maskless version? I've seen him with a mask, but will they have like a maskless version where he just looks like John Cena? I wonder that because in original, I mean, past Mortal Kombat games, they had different like costumes and sure. different like stances and different, you know, looks for them. In the show, Peacemaker does have various helmets that do various things with various yeah. designs, but I wonder if you'll have a helmetless option. I'm going to bet no. I feel like if we were like placing bets, I would probably put no here because I don't know if they had to like pay Cena for his likeness or because the helmet on is just like close. I'm pretty sure (laughs) if he doesn't have it on, you gotta pay that man more. Yeah, but I mean, even with it on, it looks like just like Cena. So I don't, I don't know how that kind of stuff works. And then the last inclusion is Omni Man from Invincible, of course, great show. And uh, J.K. Simmons will be back to reprise his role as Omni Man. That's um, that's the best. I mean, like that voice is just like yes, it couldn't be anyone else. Yes, Yes, exactly. Uh, Just like in you know the MCU movies, every Spider Man movie that comes out, J.K. Simmons is always J. Jonah Jameson. Well, we don't have another option (laughs) because it just has to be this. Just gonna do J.K. Simmons again. Um, You know, a lot of the, uh, the debate, I think, comes mostly as on the whole from having guest characters in Mortal Kombat. Like, not having your favorite character from Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance isn't in the game because they had to include Homelander because that's how that works. But, I mean, Renee, I know you don't play a lot of these type of games, but... I don't. John Michael, I know you're big on MK. What's your your thought on, I guess, overall the inclusion of guest characters in the past few games and then the inclusion of these characters? You know, I I do feel like maybe in 11, I think they maybe went a little Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not like mad at a lot of it. Uh, yeah, I didn't feel like. Well, I didn't get Striker, so like. Yeah, I got I the Joker instead. They could have made Striker for me, and it's yeah. like, well, Striker was never coming. So. Yeah, I think that's sort of it. Like the, that was the person they they got who they wanted, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they didn't have everything on a board, and then they, you know, threw darts at it to see who was going to make it into the game and who didn't, right? So they had an idea of what they wanted. And if I recall, I think some of these characters were even like early talks in Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like a lot of these have been in the works. So they know they want a lot. I think I've heard Peacemaker rumors since that movie yeah, came out. Exactly. You know. So I don't know. I don't. I don't mind it. I still like. I think this game looks fun, and the mm-hmm. roster looks fun, and I'm gonna get it regardless. So two months away, less than. Th- that's crazy to me. Also. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. 
Oh, another kind of trailer reveal. We got a story trailer for Marvel's Spider-Man 2, developed by Insomniac. So we got to see more of Harry Osborn coming into the picture, Mm -hmm. more of him interacting with Peter and Miles, Peter in the black suit or the uh, symbiote suit. Yep. So this game looks dope as fuck. Also, you can spend money and get a fancy black and red Spider-Man console and controller for your PlayStation 5. I might. Or you can just buy the covers... And just take the white oh, covers the off your PlayStation and put the those covers to make like the Spider Man one. They need to make more of those cases. I Honestly, agree. this is a, I support this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And more controllers too. Like it pisses me off. Xbox like, gets Microsoft, all the good ones. Yeah, yeah. so many cute ones. I just bought, even though I don't play our <laughs> new Xbox, um, OPI, which is like a fingernail like polish company. Mm-hmm. They did a collab with Microsoft and, and made this really cute orange and like tropical looking controller. And I told Steven, I want that. Like, yeah, I just. It, it smells like fingernail polish too. <laughs> yeah, like, it's it's all, this, all their scented line. Um, that does sound cool though. I want to so cool. check out that controller. But yeah, PlayStation needs more stuff like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. what the hell? Come on, Sony. Yeah, I, know. I might drop stupid money on that. I don't know. I, <laughs> I did on the PS4 version. So. I gotta say, the PS4 controller and console, in my opinion, look a lot better than this one. It lo- the mm. PS4 looks cleaner. That's why I haven't decided yet. Because PS4, when it's just red it, with like, the nope. spider logo. Yeah, and... As soon as I saw it, I was like, no, I'm in. Mm-hmm. This one is more kind of a red and black gradient because he's supposed to be like the symbiote, kind of absorbing the red sure, that is Spider Man. Yeah. It's mostly black suit, yeah. but I don't like the. Th- of it you know? yeah it's like, a little yeah. bold you know if i i don't like i guess when i was younger i was like yes i want the clear green xbox who doesn't <laughs> uh awesome, but yeah now i don't know i've just kind of stick with the basic consoles you know i could have gotten like the zelda oled when that came out because i was in the market yeah, for an yeah. oled switch but i just got the regular one because i don't know i just it's a little more clean and yeah, neat. I don't, I, yeah, I'm with yeah. You. I feel the same way. If you're really invested in the story or the narrative yeah. of that specific thing, then like go for it. Like mm-hmm. the Pokemon DSs are cool. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. And they're worth a lot, <laughs> bunch of them are worth a lot of money now. So. <laughs> same with the Zelda 3DSs. Yeah, that's true. Those are super expensive. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all like the news news. It was sort of a yeah. slow, slow week. Not much Honestly, going on. we we hit up on a lot of it on the last episode so it's, it's mm-hmm. pretty inevitable that like we're gonna have a follow-up slow week but oh first opportunity in version 3.0 of gameware express to bring back my new favorite segment of the show ruma has it i love a ruma has it so this was posted on videogameschronicle.com it's based off of an interview um with a project director but rumor has it that insomniac games may be working on a third unannounced title on top of spider-man 2 and wolverine whoa because in a live stream held by full sail university last december this last september but it's now making like being Mm. regurgitated into social media um project director a project director claims that they were helming an unannounced project at the studio you know at Insomniac. So huh. it seen the uh, uh their name is Aaron Eberhart, huh. who previously worked on PlayStation Now and, and uh Sony Interactive Entertainment as well as on the esports side of Blizzard. So it could be anything. Though. Yeah, it really like, could it, because it's not like another it doesn't say like a Mar- another Marvel project, which would it be insane, first of all. Mm-hmm. Um uh, uh, is it? They came out and said that this is actually my first AAA project now. I'm the project director here on an unannounced project, and I'm very excited to be uh, making games. 
So apparently uh, the director joined Insomniac just before the studio began advertising work on a multiplayer project. And considering their background working in esports and with PlayStation Home, it might be a multiplayer game. It could be a new Ratchet. Could be the new Ratchet and Clank. You know, that's another popular franchise they make. Um, And that's all we know right now. It could also be, I don't know, Sunset Overdrive. They made that game for Xbox. Um, I don't know the exclusivity there. I have to do a little more research, but. Uh, Insomniac's been putting out bangers, really, for the last uh, forever. <laughs> I mean, some of those Ratchet and Clank games were kind of, you know, eh, you know. But definitely the past five, seven years, they've been putting out hell since Inside Overdrive, and that was twenty fourteen. I mean, it could be, it could be a new Resistance game. It could be. There's a lot of about that series. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it, maybe that's what they're hoping. Like, it's been a while. Spyro since game. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Time for a new Spyro game. Man, Resistance is something I completely forgot existed. Yeah, you're welcome, yeah. everyone. Uh, Bring it and, back from the dead. And it's, well, okay, that's interesting because be even though Microsoft, hmm. they signed that deal with Sony keeping Call of Duty for the next decade... I mean, a deck is going to go away, plus Sony's going to want their own yeah. thing. So this is a good opportunity to bring a strong shooter back, like a Resistance yeah, or something. something that in already their... has kind of yeah. a, a base built into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why and not? And I'm sure there are some Resistance fans out there still clamoring for another one, because it's mm-hmm. been, what, since the PS4 launch that there was a Resistance game? Yeah, Resistance Kill Zone or whatever it was. Yeah, I don't remember what it was called, but be on the lookout there. Um Interesting. Rumor That's interesting it. for some some hot rumor. Seems like it. A, it seems like a legit rumor. Yeah, I, I'd say so. I mean, it's it's pretty much straight from the source. I yeah, mean, exactly. if if that person can be believed, but I don't know why in an interview that, that they'd be like, yeah, live, they yeah, it, yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. So we'll see what's going to happen there. Uh, let's look at some hot new releases this week. Let's do it. Yeah. So today on July 25th, you can play Mister Run and Jump. On PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox what Series. What is that? That sounds Mario? like a Switch. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> and it's like an iOS game. <laughs> PC. Mr. Run and Jump. Sorry. Mario. Uh, let's see. Mr. Run and Jump uh, draws you in with precise level design, free-flowing gameplay, and formidable challenge. That tells me nothing. Those are just buzzwords. Mr. Run and Jump. I'm also looking this up. This not that uh, that would I don't think it's gonna help me. It looks like it's a 2D platformer. Well, that sounds boring. Uh, Atari is involved, maybe. Huh. This this looks like a game that someone would enjoy that isn't me. This looks (laughs) something a bit cool on like a Vita. It looks like one of those small kind of like uh what like the Meat Boys kind of platformer. uh, I bet Steven would like this game. It's all neon and very kind of visually. It's very Stephen Martin aesthetics. It looks yeah. like Geometry Wars. It does. Oh, uh, yeah. That's very him. Yeah. Uh, also, Remnant 2, PS5, Xbox Series X, and PC on July 25th. Apparently, this game has over 100 hours worth of content. That's a lot of content. Yeah. But is it 170 hours of just voice acting? Uh, I think it's mostly bare sex in this game. <laughs> Perfect. I'm in. <laughs> Um, speaking of Insomniac, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart comes out on PC oh. on July 26th, which is Wednesday, my 2021 game of the year. Yeah, honestly, PC players, if you haven't played this on PlayStation, it, it's visually stunning. Yeah. And I can imagine if you have a very expensive computer, oh, it'll it look and run gorgeous. even better. 
with all the enemies on the screen. You're shooting them up, and they're yes. exploding into the little gears. Um, yeah, if you have a high-end PC, definitely recommend throwing this on there. Because some would say it was the best game that came out in 2021. Some might. Some might. Let's see on July 27th, which is Thursday. You can play Double Dragon Guide In, Rise of the Dragons. Looks fun. On PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, and PC. Uh, Return to Monkey Island, which John Michael hey. talked about on this very show last week, is actually coming out on iOS and Android. How about that? On Thursday. No excuses, everyone. Mm-hmm. Time to play it. Play it on the go. Also, Telltale's back. Really? They are making The Expanse a Telltale story. Oh. Speaking of games based off of shows, shows. Uh, that's coming out on PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, and PC on July 27th. Man, I forgot that they were like mm-hmm. doing stuff again. I thought uh, they shut down, right? They were like filing for bankruptcy and like closing the know, studio, and now happened. they're back. They lay off a bunch of they did. people. Like Ooh. everyone. Uh, you know, maybe they didn't go under. They just... Probably did bankruptcy and well, there's a while there where every license like Telltale yeah. was touching, and they probably yeah. grew really fast, had a bunch of teams. Yeah. The quality mm-hmm. of some of the games started kind of going down, that, and then they kind burst. of pfft. yeah, you can't grow mm-hmm. too fast. Yeah. 2008 market can't all over again, Telltale. And then finally on Friday, July 28th, you can play Disney Illusion Island on Switch. Is that like Castle of Illusion? Yes. It is oh. a multiplayer kind of side scroller, that kind of game with you can play as Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, and Donald. What is this reaction, Renee? There's actually another game coming out on the 27th. Oh, is there? I don't think, I guess maybe it isn't on your list. I know it isn't. What is it? I was excited for you to say it, but I guess it's not even like <laughs> on this radar. Um, It's called Radiant Tale. It's an Otome game. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's my favorite so, tale. Yeah. You should write into Game Informer <laughs> and tell Informer. them. That they missed is it, out. Is it okay? What kind of T A L E or T A I L? Um, T A L E. Okay, it's like a circus themed. Oh, Ooh. yeah, it looks really cute. So yeah, Circus-y, I'm excited about huh? this one. Okay. <laughs> Why aren't there more circus games? There needs to be. You know, uh, Monster Rancher Five on mm-hmm. PS2 is all circus themed. I don't know if I've ever played that one. I might. It's check that really out. good. I like the idea of a circus game for some reason. I don't know why. Did you Arrow ever the play acrobat? Arrow the Acrobat? <laughs> is that what you were about to say? <laughs> on yeah, Sega Genesis. I can't think, uh, think of too many circus games, but that is one of them. What's your favorite circus-themed game? <laughs> you should uh, email us. Yeah, everyone that. let us know what your favorite circus game is. Yeah. Why isn't there no circus tycoon? Is there? I bet there is. I bet if I look it up. Yeah. <laughs> there's like an off-brand like tycoon game. I'm looking this up right now. Circus uh, tycoon. GameWareExpress at gmail.com yeah. is the email address if you want to email us. You should do it. Okay. It's called Shrine Circus Tycoon. (laughs) (laughs) Don't know why it's called that. Shrine? What does that have to do with a circus? I don't know, but Circus Tycoon is the subtitle. (laughs) Mm. Came out in 2004. Good year. rated. You know. And that brings us to the end of this week's show. The finale. (laughs) Did anyone else do the Barbenheimer this weekend? Yes. What did you think? I loved I loved it. I'm really glad that we saw Oppenheimer first yes. and then Barbie. Agreed. That is That's the, the only way to like do a, this. It's like Barbie's the cool down, huh? From your It workout. is. It yeah. Oppenheimer was very it was good and it was very intense. It's like three hours of just yeah. We're going, and but it didn't feel like a like none of those movies feel felt like long. Three hours at all. Zoom pass. Oppenheimer's three hours and Barbie's two hours, but sure. like I was in the movies for six F- hours F- and it F- did yeah. not feel like like that much um but they do some heavy lifting for you they do both of them surprisingly do yeah. a lot of heavy lifting. all right 
I don't know. How much did you know about like Oppenheimer before the movie? I know he made the atomic bomb. I didn't like, I mean, I, I knew that just from this movie's development, but like, mm-hmm. I really didn't know much about it. But like, man, during this whole movie, I was just getting the heebie jeebies the whole time. It just really, it put everything into perspective. And like, it was by the end of it, I was just so shook. Yeah. And I was like, man, this is kind of like a horror movie a little bit because I'm horrified. <laughs> uh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, yes. I, you, you cannot, don't end on this one. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> you got to end your day with Barbie. Um, Barbie's a, that's it's fine. I end most days with Barbie. Yeah. So. It was the most, uh, most co- uh, collective of people wearing pink. I think I've ever seen yeah. outside of maybe Spanish Town Parade. Uh, what about the NFL in October, Adam? More so than that. <laughs> Every single person in this movie theater was basically in pink. Love it. Good for them. Also, I I went to a little local theater around the corner that usually no one goes to, yeah. right? I went on Sunday afternoon, and that place was slammed. Really? Like, mm-hmm. lines to get your tickets, lines to get your snacks, lines to play the giant... Uh, uh, um, like Pac-Man machine. Wow. Um, both screenings we went to for both movies were sold, sold out, out. Wow. Which I've also out. like never seen. And this was a Sunday afternoon. Man. Like people came out and the and they both Oppenheimer and Barbie did very good numbers. Sure, yeah. Like opening weekend yeah, yeah, compared absolutely. to a lot of other things that have come out recently. Mm-hmm. So you remember when AMC was the rave theater and it just opened like right there, like yeah. off the interstate, and it was so yes. packed and there were people like parked all the, like, the mile way out. long parking like spaces. Yes. Well, since the theater just isn't as popular as it is, they've like cut that parking lot down by like ninety percent oh, basically. Wow. I don't blame them. But there were a lot of freaking people there, <laughs> like needing to park. It was tough to find a parking spot. Yeah. People so, showed up. People, yeah. people excited for Barbie. I think Barbie is like the driving force there. It's doing more than I think. I, I bet so. Yeah. Well, they were... spent more marketing that movie than they did like production. It makes sense. It was everywhere. Yeah, like, yeah Barbie yeah, yeah, yeah. was on all my feeds. Smart. Digital, yeah. traditional. They're running out of yeah. fucking pink paint in mm-hmm. the world because of this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, Good marketing play. Yeah, they, it yeah. worked. Good and for them. They, they, they. They did well. They did what they wanted to do with that movie. It's just so funny that like Will Ferrell is playing the same exact role that he did in Lego Movie. He's like, <laughs> like, like yeah. watching this, like this has some Lego Movie feels, and then like Will Ferrell shows up. It's the same fucking character. I'm like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> they saw that and they're like, okay, we just want him to do this we want again. They could be in this movie now. Um, and then yeah, somebody like Haunted Mansion comes out this week. Yeah. Ninja Turtles comes out next week. Lots of fun stuff. Oh my god! Like summer movie season is back. That's it. We are here. Um. So that's going to bring us to the end of this episode. You can find me. It's like the last time I can say this. You can find me on Twitter. <laughs> Not X. And threads at Adam Arinder. I am on threads at JM Carly. You can find me on Instagram or on Twitter at Vanilla Law. That's like vanilla, but with a an nay and an extra law. Like, seriously, I'm not calling it X. I'm just going to cancel my fucking, like. As well, you should. Like, why would I? Okay. Yeah. You, can find, <laughs> you can find, um, Gamer on Facebook, gamer.com, facebook.com slash gamerbr, or this podcast, facebook.com slash gamerexpress. You can also listen to us on SoundCloud, on Android, and on uh, Apple, on that's iTunes. Yeah, that's an option. Yeah. We're working on getting into other podcast platforms like Spotify and other things you listen to. Mm-hmm. So that's work in progress. Stay tuned. Also, more social channels are coming. We have day jobs. Okay, guys? Like, yeah. we're yeah. coming. Trust us. Yeah. Soon until you're going to see us so much. start specifically demanding it, then we'll turn up the heat on this. But until then, we're doing it at a normal human pace. We're working on buying all the pink paint again. So that way, like, you know, like, oh, man, they ran out pink paint again because GameWare Express decided to buy all the pink paint <laughs> in the world. That is true. We've been doing a lot of pink paint projects for this podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know it's an audio medium, but we want to feel pretty when we do it. 
I must say it's very pretty. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Perfect. Mm-hmm. So everyone out there, thank you so much for coming back and hanging out with us again and uh, listening to us talk about video games. Steve will be back next week. Uh, John Michael, Renee, thank you so much for joining me this evening. So thanks, everyone. Be good to each other out there, and we'll see you next week.